I am Stuart, child of the 80s, watcher of Saturday morning TV. Fabulous cartoons were revealed to me the day I held aloft my TV remote and said, By the power of the podcast! Only three others joined me on this journey. Our friends, James, Jamie, and Kane, together we discussed the crazy, delightful, but mostly crazy world of 80s and 90s cartoons. Welcome to a bonus episode of By The Power. So if you're listening, you're in for a little bit of a treat. We've mentioned a few times, I think, that we are quite into a bit of 40K. I think it's fair to say we're not as into 40K as some people are. Uh, so please pick apart everything that's going to be discussed. But we thought it'd be really good to talk about a missed opportunity, which is an 80s or 90s Warhammer 40K cartoon. And we've all, I think, been thinking about this for the last week or so. And we're kind of going to have a bit of a chat around that missed opportunity, I guess, and what we think could have been. And it's kind of apt because uh, Games Workshop have just announced they're releasing some 40K and Warhammer animation, uh, I think in August, um, on a full-on channel that you can subscribe to. And as far as I'm aware, they haven't got an 80s cartoon version of any 40K stuff. So maybe they'll listen to this and then want to uh, have us, you know, write their... 40k 80s cartoon for them what do you reckon um not if they listen to the rest of the podcast (laughs) (laughs) they're gonna realize pretty soon on we don't know what we're talking about maybe i just send them this one unless there's like a would you rather halfway through the 80s warhammer cartoon as well that would have to be in the cartoon at some point one of the characters have to be like hey would you rather and then ask a would you rather question so you've would got you an orc basically sleep saying, with an orc there you go. or kiss a tyranid <laughs> and I love it it's, got, it's, a bit, it's a crazy start to the podcast for people who have no clue what 40k are yeah, you yeah. talk about orcs talking to the camera about uh, <laughs> would you rather's that is similar true. to Jamie really pretty much yeah. <laughs> I mean 40k I think, I think we've probably got a fairly decent crossover of people who've heard of 40k and listened to our podcast maybe or maybe we haven't I don't think we have Maybe. I, I, I mean, we, we do no research, so we have no way of knowing, I guess. <laughs> um, other than to say, so 40K, for anybody who has zero clue, right, is essentially futuristic fantasy. So you've got elves, orcs, goblins, uh, knights in armour, uh, weird alien things, but all set in the future. Many, 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 many years in the future, and it's very grim, it's very dark, everything's horrible, uh, it's pretty bleak, everything wants to kill everything. In some way or another. Oh, and James, of course, we've got psychic, evil, yes. wizard, bad guys as well in our psychics. psychics. Uh, we've got religious fanatics uh, like the Tau, who are good guys. Kane, they're your guys. Whoop, whoop. Yep. Well, I wouldn't call them good guys. They're like a cult. Well, the good guys if you're, if you're nice to them. <laughs> There's no good guys in 40k. There's yeah, no as good long guys in 40k. As long as you're nice to them and follow well, their true. religion, we're all right. If I had to live on any planet, I'd choose a Tau planet. The greater good. Um, let's talk. Cartoon. Mm. Uh, did, did anybody write? Did anybody write theme tune? <laughs> before we before we go into this, because we haven't, do we need to explain that forty um, k is actually a, a game that we play with little models? Do we need to explain that, or is that people not Google it? They can Google it. Yeah, that's a fair fair point, Jamie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So forty k is you can. Uh, I guess you can read the books. You can watch the upcoming animated series, but its origin is a uh, game where you build little plastic dudes. Uh, you paint them and then you make them fight each other and try to defeat your opponent. I roll some dice. people. Yeah, some people, Jamie, take it very seriously, don't they? 
<laughs> Some people take it extremely seriously. When you're rolling a dice and you need a six and it comes up a one, that's sometimes it's a matter of life or death. I think this is where me and James stand back and um, <laughs> yeah. you two just argue. <laughs> and you fight, yeah. Me and James take it very seriously. Well, if look, guys, if you've never played it before, the, the rules um, or following the rules for 40K is crazy. They're constantly updating them and nobody ever understands every single rule. So there are many, dare we say, debates as to what the right rules are at certain points when you're playing. Especially yeah. when you've had a bottle of whiskey. When you're Absolutely. Playing. Yeah. I guess to kind of give people an idea, imagine you're four and a half hours into making a 10,000-piece jigsaw while your opponent is trying to unmake a 10,000-piece jigsaw. And it's all based on whether you're successful if you roll dice. And four and a half hours in, you roll a one, which means you've just lost the last four and a half hours worth of effort, when if you roll anything yeah, else, you'll be fine. Much. But and every you, time that's a chance of that happening, it's always a one. Yeah. But if you name Stu, you get to re-roll the dice again until you yeah, don't roll as many times as you like. We'll, we'll be roll. talking about the wonderful Ultramarines uh, very shortly, because obviously if you're going to have an 80s cartoon, it's got to have a hero, and of course there's nobody more heroic in 40k than the mighty Ultramarines. Yeah. I think we're all in agreement on that. I think we're Games Workshop are in, in, in agreement on this. With how many <laughs> models they bring out for them, I think Games Workshop agree. Everyone agrees. Um, who wants to start us off? Who who, who kind of did you base it on a native existing native I've, cartoon? I've, did got, you go I've, I've actually done some uh, some some research on this and some thinking. Oh. I haven't I haven't just turned <laughs> up and uh, and you know, sat down and started recording. Hang about. I've got to just hang on to the table for a second. Brace yourself. Get my balance. I've got a pitch meeting. I've got a concept. It's ironic. This so, is the opposite of how you play the game of 40k. It really is. It really is. Again, I just turn up we, with my models and, and see what we, happens. Roll the dice. Heard the pitch yet? Though it could be exactly how Jamie plays. So, my pitch is a little bit different to the normal sort of 40k. So, my idea is that the cartoon is a visionary style. So, visionary animation, uh, which we covered in a previous episode. However, normally in 40k, you have a faction. So Ultramarines, as, as, as Stu's already said, is one of the factions. My main characters would be from different factions to form a super squad. So you'd have nice. the leader of the, leader of the group, you know, is an Ultramarine. You know, the blonde, blue-eyed, you nice. know, clean-cut boy. You'd have a, a Space Wolf as your Wolverine-type wildcard character who always goes up against the Ultramarine and, and they have a bit of a, bit of a you know, disagreement. Your um, token black guy would be a salamander. <laughs> your token female would be a sister of battle. And then we'd have a guardsman in there for comic relief who keeps messing up and just dropping stuff left, right and centre. So he's so, your comic relief. Basically, for anybody who doesn't know, guardsman is a normal human who's very poorly trained. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everybody else you just talked about are giant super soldiers with multiple internal organs, power armour and huge guns. Exactly. So yeah, you get your guardsmen's your comic relief. In terms mm. of bad guys, it's got to be Abaddon from Chaos in a um, Inspector Gadget claw style Um just sort of pulling the strings in the background. Um, but nice. he would have henchmen such as the Orcs, who are a bit like, you know, the, the, the thick bruiser type thing. Um, and then obviously the, the, your, your sort of foot soldiers would be the Necrons. Um, because you can be as violent as you like with them because they're robots. So you'd be perfectly fine with them. 
What's that? Is there any uh, in your pitch? Is there any reason they they exist? Is there anything they're trying to do? Are they trying to find a magical route I've, that will defeat a bad and etc.? I was thinking more of a lost in space type scenario. So each of their respective armies got defeated, and yeah. they're they're thrown together on some alien world, and they're they're sort of opping through the warp, which is the the way that the the spaceships travel. They travel through the what we call the warp, um, or the immaterium, which is like a hell basically. To, to, to navigate from one place to another, you have to go through a really nasty place. And it's them sort of fighting their way through that from adventure to adventure, being mercilessly followed by Abaddon, trying to kill him. Mm, nice. With plenty of electric guitars in the background. What, how, how's it pitched? Is it, is it serious-ish like visionaries or is it more of a comedy like uh, an Inspector Gadget? What, what do you kind of pitch sort in terms of the I'm, I'm going for like a Biker Mice from Mars, so fairly comedic to some extent. So, um, no, no, Biker Mice is wrong. Dungeons and Dragons-y sort of level. So, so fairly not serious. Not at all? <laughs> no, there's, there's the odd comedy moment in there. Uni was the, the comic relief in that, so the Guardsman would provide our comic relief just for a little bit. So your, bobs, your Guardsman is your Orco slash Uni yes. slash... Immortal Squire, okay. Yeah. Okay. Poor guy. I like it. For the electric guitars, yeah, obviously, you've got, to, you've got to have electric guitars in the 80s. So there's a yes. faction called the Noise Marines, which are basically uh, bad guys that basically blast music at you to kill you. So he just pop up in the bottom corner every so often and little riff, riff on his electric guitar just when something cool happens. That, that could be the split screen, Bez. So we know like, oh, when it's going yeah. from scene to scene, it just pops up on the screen. Oh, it does a little riff. Then it goes... That'd up. be so good. <laughs> that'd be so good. And then... Um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Nothing else pretty much about it. Oh, I like it. There's not much to pick up that. I, I think like my it. only... Yeah, I think my only concern is um, if it could be child-friendly. Yeah, by, by having the Necrons, you can, you can beat the bad guys up without hitting a person because it's a robot. Could have, like, True. really comedic, when you punch a Necron, it's like... Bombs. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah. Spring, springs up, eyes pop out or something like that. For any of you who's not seen a Necron but is into their 80s cartoons, um, Ghostbusters, not the real Ghostbusters, <laughs> the uh, proper Ghostbusters. Um, oh, there you their go. Their bad guy is basically a Necron, isn't he? Yes. I yeah. his name. It's gone already, but... It was a brilliant scared name stiff. as well. Yeah. Scared Stiff? Is, is it Scared Stiff? No, oh. that was one of the other guys. It was yes, an amazing anyway, name. It'll come to us if we move on. Uh, but yeah, I like that. And um, do they get home at the end of the series or do we never find out? Well, we never find out. I would, I'd like it if one of them turns towards chaos towards the end. I must have, make it gets corrupted and turns to chaos. But I think that's a bit of a, a deep thing to sort of deal with in a kid's cartoon. So I think that's okay, isn't it? I mean, you've got like a mm. Bad Batch where one of the guys yeah, true. Uh, is essentially bad because of a chip in his head. So I guess you could have somebody being influenced by something in their head, right? Yeah, it could be a slow sort of descent. I prefer it more of a slow descent, like in like Vader's sort of move towards the dark side, or Anakin's move to the dark side. I'd like it as a slow sort of transition throughout the series, where he's just getting a little bit more angry. Probably, let's say, Space Wolf. Obviously, I was saying, obviously that wouldn't be the Ultramarine because they're too good no. to pull that kind of shenanigans. Uh, oh no, Wolf, no, you see, the Ultramarine could work because of the pressures of leadership. And this constant thing is it constantly feels like he's fading. He's the best person to fall. The, you know, the, the best and brightest is the, is the biggest fall. So that would work even more. 
bit, a bit unrealistic, but sure. <laughs> You'd expect the Space Wolf, but not the Ultramarine. No, just because it's never happened. Um, yes, I do like that. Have you got a name for it? Um, no. We're we need a name. The cartoon. No, we need we need an <laughs> 80s style name. Something something epically 80s. Oh, there you go. Um, Everybody else is now rapidly thinking of names for their cartoon if they haven't already done it, right? <laughs> Correct. Kane, do you to, have a I'm name in place think, already? I'm trying to think of one for Bez. I've got, I forgot I were doing my cartoon. I'm so Have you got Bez's a name already? No. Jamie, have you got a name for yours? No. I didn't think of a name for mine either. I'm so I'm frantically, that's, that's rotating in the background. Mm. Mm. We'll do our names at the end. Yeah, Give I like a chance. it. Uh, who wants to talk about their other cartoon next? Uh, next mine's we'll quite to similar to Bez's, so I shouldn't go next. I'll I think we need. I think we need a break in between. Okay, Jamie's is not going to be similar to anybody's. Yeah. No. So I, I am ripping off a cartoon that we've already covered. One that I I kind of like, but one that frustrated me on a lot of levels. So I'll not tell you which cartoon it is. I'll just talk to you about the plot of uh, my Warhammer eighties um, cartoon. So it starts out with a group of four friends who are playing Warhammer at Warhammer World in Nottingham. So they actually start out for human beings playing Warhammer at Warhammer World. The next, on Earth, correct, yeah. The next thing they know, they're being sucked into the game. They're being drawn into the real 40K universe. But when they materialize there, they're, they're not actually themselves. They materialize as four orcs in the middle of a warg. <laughs> what's a warg, Jamie? And what's a warg um, sound a like? Battle. Middle of a battle. I'm not going to scream because Bear's in bed, but it's basically, if you imagine me saying warg really, really loud and really long, it's like a battle cry. So a, an orc warg is them going into battle, so it's a huge march where they're all going to fight somebody. So when they materialize in this new world, they, they haven't got a clue what's happening. They look around and they look at their three friends and they say, geez, they turn into orcs and I'm an orc. And they've basically been spawned as orcs in the middle of a battle. And that's the premise of my whole cartoon. I like it. Just to help people out here, Jamie, because I think potentially mm. we're missing something. What does... So sure. th- this happens, right? And I get it on your cartoon. Mm. They're kind of spinny, whatever they appear. They look at their hands. They're kind of, ooh, green hands, I guess, something like that. Yeah. But yeah. for people who don't know, what does an orc sound like? An orc would so an orc sounds like a. I mean, the way they always spoke about them is your stereotypical British football hooligan, um, and they always sounded Cockney as well. So well, well summed up. Yeah, I like that. That's but that's about right, isn't it? If um, if you yeah, kind that's of spot on. If you describe. and a right. bit like a bit limited English as well. Even more limited English, yeah. I guess. Right? Yeah, like and I said, the words, football hooligan. I mean, <laughs> even more <laughs> so. Can you do an example, the, Jamie? Um, I, yeah, probably. Um, but I, I can't do it too loud. But it's like, come here, boys. Let's go and have a rate good scrap. Um, but rate isn't perfect. London, but um, you get the point. It's um, and the the the, the language. So the, the the words they can't say. So everything's spelt wrong and everything's said kind of wrong. So for example, um, boys would be spelt B O Y Z, and chopper is spelt with. A C-H-O-P-P-A. Um, so they spell stuff wrong. They say it wrong. They depicted as stupid, um, hulking 
imbeciles basically um so yeah they 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 have respawned in i mean the best way to explain them for if anybody's seen um lord of the rings would be the orcs from lord of the rings pretty much um with a bit more technology behind them so and a bit sillier yeah kind of and a bit silly a bit more more comedy behind them yeah you see i don't see the orcs as that silly i've got to be truthful they have some different reasons, but I see them as like really ferocious, scary things. I guess I've only seen Jamie play with them. So well, that's like, true, yeah. <laughs> anything can happen, though. Oh, I've I, never I really liked the comedy aspect around the Orcs. Give I think up. they would be scary, but they're very comedic, aren't they, I think? Yeah, yeah. They are, I mean, but I, I know you the mean weapons the never work right and stuff. And, yeah. Well, they think, they think if you paint something red, it's faster if, you, if you're... Painted purple, you're invisible. If it's blue, it's lucky. Yeah, you. They use teeth for money that they pull out of each other. Um, I think it's the language, though, isn't it? I think that's the key thing. It's. It's. I think it'd be funny, a fun cartoon because they don't talk about going for a fight. They talk about let's let's go and have a good crumping, and it's good old scrap. Yeah, it's kind of. I think it'd be pretty fun and light-hearted. Um, and they're but trying also, to work they're the bloodthirsty, the... right? Oh, totally. So this is the thing, right? Is that they they if if the if the if the real orcs find out that these are Im- imposters, basically, they're going to get killed. So the whole cartoons that then basically they're almost going to be undercover. They're in the middle of it, but they're having to kind of blend in. They're having to kind of not give their identity away, so to speak. So there's going to be a lot of comedy in it because. Uh, they're going to have to kind of hide in, so you're going to get to see them, I don't know, um, work out how to uh, eat a squig or how to um, pull somebody's teeth out to buy something. So there's going to be a lot of comedy because they're trying to fit so, into this culture so they don't get found out. I love, I love so, that sentence. You're going to see them learn to pull somebody's teeth out to buy something. And there's a lot of comedy in it. A lot like of comedy. So, Jamie, would they talk like yeah. themselves or would they talk like orcs? They, Are they like they really well-spoken like orcs? orcs. Okay. They, they, yeah. So you, you, you've got to assume that their their, their language is because they've got their own um, their own memories and their uh, mm-hmm. their vocabulary and stuff like that. But the 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 their, um, their tone's going to be changed, obviously, to fit in. So they'll talk like yeah. themselves with a bit more edge to it. Jamie, can I be the annoying exec for a minute? Oh, I love this. Yeah, idea. go for it. I've got more. I've got more ideas. So I, I, I really, really love nice. it. I, I yeah, I'd love it though if they didn't look or turn into orcs when they appeared in the middle of the warg. Go on. But instead, they realised uh, what was oh. happening and just stuck an orc yeah. hat on and held a severed orc arm <laughs> and started talking like we is orcs, like you boys, innit? We just pale like. All right, let's do some okay cupping. And had to pretend to be orcs in the middle of the orcs. And the orcs didn't click that they were actually just humans with orc hats on. Oh. <laughs> I prefer Jamie's concept, I've got to be truthful. I, how would you well, how would you stretch I, I do it have out to run yeah. episodes? That's why I was thinking, is it episodic or is it just gonna be like a feature long? Five minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, that's it. They get there, they get killed straight away, and that's it, it's finished. <laughs> that would make a great uh, like a very you know, funny, like, turn uh, up and just rinse them all. <laughs> Well, there's a, the thing is, so the the whole thing is um, going to be fitting into the into the culture and stuff like that, and try. So it's it's going to be very much orc based. But the, what did? Because obviously, I'm ripped off Dungeons and Dragons here um, to a degree. And one thing that always frustrated me with Dungeons and Dragons is, and we spoke about this, is we don't know how they got there, and it's never finished off. So I do have a, a kind of plot that will 
will unfold as to why they have been nice. brought into this world and how they've got mm. there. Yeah. Um, and the, the, the idea is, is that it's, it's corn that's brought them over. So, um, he basically wanted to, to, to bring, <laughs> yeah, the band. Yeah. Corn the pop band. Um, <laughs> pop. It's, it's, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, so <laughs> basically English, they want, they want, they wanted more, uh, corn wanted more, um, more heads to smash, more people to kill. So what he's done, and you don't realize this to start with, but there's been people all around the world that have been brought humans that have been brought into the orcs because obviously they can't fight as well as the orcs. They're in the easier to kill. So it's actually corn that's kind of brought all these people over so they've, they can kill more people easier. So it's is a sacrifice the, of the gods. Is, is a twist at the end, Jamie, that all the orcs are actually people and everyone's just pretending and going along and no one, that'd be amazing. So every single orc well, is just really just human pretending to be an orc. Well, funny you should say that is that I, the part what you could have through the story is that they're trying to blend in, but you're right is that the people they're trying to hide away with are human beings that are doing the same. Uh, yeah. So yeah, absolutely. I've never that thought of it that way, but that would be super cool if the so, whole army was humans. Yeah. Who would be? The, would you have a villain in this? Would there be any sort of bad guys essentially, or is it just them trying it's to be, blend in with the? Orcs? It's going to be the um, the corny guys. So it's going to be your um, your lot that are the bad guys for mm-hmm. this essentially. Uh, okay. Uh, demon, demon princes, and all that. I, I'm not as up on as James on this, but all the, um, mm-hmm. all the like chaos guys chaos and the sorcerers. demons. Yeah. yeah, all those guys. Yeah, they're the ones that have brought them over to for an easy sacrifice. But it proves to not oh, be okay. as easy as one thinks. Mm-hmm. Is there, oh, okay. James, any evil chaos lords with wings that could play a Dungeons and Dragons style bad guy? Oh god, there's thousands, isn't there? Yeah, like all of them. <laughs> Literally any any one of them. All the demon princes will be. Are will there be any nice winged land. animals they could ride on? <laughs> there are indeed. But have their own wings to lift the animal up. Sit on a hell drake and just ride it in. It'd be amazing. Nice. That would be. Yeah, nice. I think that could be pretty funny, Jamie. To be fair. Uh, be cool, right? The only thing you're going to have trouble with is a food, like a favourite food to add as a theme. Because I don't think orcs really what? eat anything, do they? Squigs. Squigs. Could they eat squigs, I guess so. Yeah, squigs. So um that's the, the food of choice. Yeah. Like squig buns. Um, squig bun. Squig squig hot dogs. Squig paws. Nice. Squig paws, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Steven squig paws. I like it. Kane, do you wanna jump in or shall I jump in? Yeah, I can go next. So my cartoon is based around the Blackstone Fortress. So it's going to be based after the Blackstone Fortress takes place, which is a big spaceship where there's a group of people that go onto a spaceship. Then the cartoon starts when they're leaving. So we've got a rogue trader. We've got who's going to be the lead guy, smokes a pipe, cool, cool dude, going to have a real chiseled jawline. Got a crew who's going to be the silly, annoying thing what keeps fucking up. Um, a robot, <laughs> which is going to be the cute, uh, like... R2-D2 type of thing, what you'll sell loads of toys of. And then we've got a bald chick with a badass flamethrower. And the story's going to be that they've got to visit around the universe looking for artifacts what, to put together a puzzle what's going to get the bald chick back home. So each episode, there'll be just a different faction what they have to go and search the land for this artifact. I like it. What's, 
What's he to make? What, what are they trying to build, Ken? No, bald chick. So, so Fink to get this, um, this bald chick back home. So we don't know where she's from. We don't know any oh, of her background. We just know that where she's from has something there what's going to help all the others, but also she wants to know her history as well. Ooh, I like it. And does she make it back in the end? Um, <laughs> it gets cancelled before we get to the final episode. Firefly. What's the tone of yours, Ken? Humorous, serious? Um, so it's going to be kind of like a Turtles type of vibe where there's going to be a few like jokes in there, but action as well. And a favourite food? Um, well, the crew eat anything, so... No, no favourite food. Fair enough. That makes sense. Because it depends they, what they, land they're on. They, they, it's they become what, what they eat, right? Yeah. Yeah, the crews, yeah. So. Now, would we get a pipe-smoking hero past the, uh, the censors for kids' cartoons? From the 80s, probably. Yeah, true, you bet you could. <laughs> All day long. Yeah. Probably get one... Hooking he smoke, he smoke, as well. Yeah, <laughs> he was just shooting up and drinking a beer at the same time while driving his spaceship. Yeah, I think you just. Ha- I think the rule is you just have to say, you know, I'm smoking some, and then make a name up for it that's not tobacco. Well, I have got a way around all the violence stuff as well, and the oh, yeah. so at the end, once the credits have rolled, they'll also be like, we know, like the cartoons will have the moral at the end, or oh, He-Man tells, style message. Yeah, so it's nice. going to be a hawk telling some wife advice. Each time, yes. Can can the orc wear glasses? <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, little, just little on the news spectacles. Thirty second clip of an orc trying to give you life advice. Is it going to be no, silly it's life advice? Crossroads by an orc. Oh yeah, it's going to be very silly life advice. Nice. I like it. What has no relevance to the episode? Yes, yes. that's awesome. <laughs> I be like, how would you rather? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I love that. So I just thought that'd be a good idea to incorporate every army as well, so you can just keep visiting Universe and like just seeing what the main characters are there. Yeah, well, I yeah, think variety. You don't know what it's is, so be. For anybody, yeah, there is to be fair tons of variety in 40k. The the setting. So I mean, we're talking about factions. There are probably I'm going to say and get this wrong, thirty at least different factions. Someone's going to be tweeting you out. I just want to say somewhere out there a super fan is spitting his tea out as we speak. It's going to be at least 30, right? In terms of playable factions in the game, right? Got to be. Are you like breaking all the Marine stuff down there? Like Salamander? Yeah, Yeah, like Chaos Marines, Orc orc factions. It's got to be at least... In fact, I'm going to say 50. I've changed my mind. I'm going to go 50. It's more than 30 if that's the case. Yeah, I think so. 100%. Um... I went for basically a rip-off of all your ideas, uh, unknown to me in advance, and a rip-off of every 80s cartoon. I, I did the whole squad thing. You've got to have a squad, right? Yep. Um, but essentially, the cartoon, the first episode is the key one, because uh, I, I want to put kind of a bit of a twist in there at the start. So it starts off, and it's uh, Warhammer 40K, the story of the Ultramarines, kind of flashes up on screen, and you see a big march of ultramarines all in their shiny armor looking perfect etc it looks amazing and they get in their ship and you see their ship take off and they go into a world that's been attacked by chaos it's in ruins giant battles taking place they go in there and they start kicking everybody's ass um and on the ship on the way there they just start to meet one of the characters who's this amazing space marine is a captain he does everything uh perfect is like utter perfection 
in everything he does. And he's got this young understudy who's not yet a space marine, but he's learning to become a space marine. And of course, he's going to end up being the main character, but you don't know that at that point. Um, so he's kind of his uh, servant, if you like, his support. He helps him put his armor on, all that kind of stuff. And uh, in this big battle, the space marine and his um, acolyte get cut off, and they're trying to save this little kid, uh, very cute little kid. Uh, and the space marine jumps in front to save him and gets axed to the face, maybe off camera. Uh, and then his assistant basically grabs the kid and they fall through a portal. You've got to have Ooh. a portal, right? Yeah. You've got to have a portal. And basically over the first three or four episodes, that's where they meet the rest of their squad who are also gone through similar situations. They're lost. They find each other and they come together with kind of one aim of getting back to somewhere they know because the portal is taking them to an unknown region that they've never been. So you've got, eventually over the first few episodes, you've got the ultramarine, uh, not space marine, but learning to become a space marine. You've got the young kid, who's a basic human. You've got a sister of battle, uh, who's a psyker. You've got a Tau in there, who's very religious. Uh, An inquisitor in training. And the comedy character is a floating skull that talks what? absolute nonsense. Oh, Siri. Is uh, it Siri to the core? Yeah, they are. So in, in 40K, they take human brains and put them into metal skulls, and they're basically... Because they're not allowed to have artificial intelligences, are they? Because they worry about no. taking over. Um, so the servitor, which is a floating metal skull with like a little arm on it, is the comic relief because he's been damaged, so he's kind of a bit bonkers. And he floats around being annoying. Uh, which I think is key. I mean, all the 80s cartoons had an annoying character, so I've got to assume that's key to them being successful. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, and they meet about four episodes in a, a squad of orcs um, who they have a really fun battle with, uh, and they escape from the orcs, and then the rest of the series, the orcs are chasing after them. They're always kind of a step behind, because the orcs thought it was a right fun battle they had, and they want to have another battle with them. But really what happens is the orcs kind of end up helping them without realising every episode uh, from a kind of comedy point of view. But they basically just travel different worlds, a bit like Kane's. This group of five people uh, trying to get back home. Uh, also a bit like Dungeons and Dragons, I guess. So a bit of a, a bit of a inspired by everything we've just talked about. Mm. Love it. Love it. Have you yeah, got an, an, an end goal in mind with this? I, I am a fan of um, them getting home um, and getting back to their world in the last episode. Um, for the young kid um, and then kind of all the rest realise they've kind of got nothing in common anymore and really they should be fighting one another Yeah. Um, and now they've returned this kid there's this kind of look as who's going to pull their sword who's going to pull their gun first um, and then the kid's parents just come out and invite them all in for tea and they all just go in and sit <laughs> and they just walk in through the door and it fades <laughs> away cut, cut to black Ooh, nice. I love that I like it so what yeah, kind like of that. vibe cool. is it going is it serious um, yeah, moderately. I'm also going. I'm going for, and it's kind of tough, I guess. I'm going for a Jason Wild Warriors, a Dungeons and Dragons, Ulysses, a Ulysses kind of vibe for the most part. But I do want the orcs to be full on comic relief. Mm-hmm. So the orcs are <clears throat> amazingly are successful throughout. So they, so they, so you know, they turn up a second after the heroes have left, just managing to escape from this giant band of super tough warriors. The orcs drop in a second later and like, who's these guys? You know, they've got big guns and they have a fight and just mull of these guys. Absolutely beat them to pieces. Uh, but kind of accidentally. 
um, you know, while sharpening their teeth, they accidentally stab somebody in the face, that kind of thing. So there's kind of this comic bit around the orcs following them around. Um, and then after the end credits of the very last episode, of course, you get the credits and then uh, you just go back to the planet, you can see the house and the orc spaceship lands. Ooh. And then, then we finally finish. Nice. 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 What are we going with the animation a bit? Uh, I, I know you said about the kind of um, Ulysses and stuff, but are you going for anime for the style of this? Yeah, thing? I think that 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 Dick style anime, uh, yeah. American slash French um, animation, where it's pretty serious. It's quite detailed, um, but equally, it's quite cheaply made because I think that works, right? Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like the ship is kind of, of just dick. a cut of a ship floating across. I love a big dick. Yeah. Uh, 65 episodes in my first series, obviously, to, to meet that requirement. Nice. I like it, dude. Mmm. So, so, yeah. Go have we got names for our cartoons then? Yeah, I think so. Go on, Jamie. So, so the, I mentioned earlier on, so the, the main orc warriors are called boys, which is spelled... Mm-hmm. Um, B-O-Y-Z, and they're not the boys, it's da boys, D-A, so da boys. And obviously we've got humans becoming boys. The orcs don't say human, they say ummi, which is spelled U-M-M-I-E. So my uh, my cartoon is going to be called Da Ummi Boys. Da nice. Ummi Boys. Mm, yeah. Good. I that's like good. it. What does it remind me of? Why does that remind me of something? Lady Boys. <laughs> 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 Ooh, lady boys. No, it reminds me of something. It reminds oh, me of something that wasn't going to be lady boys. Yummy boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's something very different. <laughs> I, I, I've gone. I've gone cheap. I've gone spectacular space marines. I'm still kind of surprised that yours is spe- yeah. Space Marine based in terms of how great the Space Marines are. Uh, no, I'm not a big fan of Space Marines, or... as everyone knows. I think they're pretty, pretty crap, but they, they, they sell. <laughs> you know, it's the, it's the, it's the flag, flagship of the, uh, the franchise. Going commercial. Go He's gone commercial with his decision. <laughs> exactly. He's after the pennies, I like it, okay. Kane, well, um, Stu? Uh, I've got, who's my lead character, so it's The Adventures of Yanis. Nice. Ooh. Is she a real character, Kane? That's a dude. Without, that's a dude. That's a pack Everyone dude. knows in the 80s you can't put a female in the no. title. Like. No, that's a good, good point. <laughs> but mm. even though it's not about Yannis, the whole story, he's the chiseled draw dude. Yeah. Ah. But the um, the chick is a real character in uh, 40k, yes. The Adventures of Yannis. I like that. Still- I've not I've not got one. Oh. I know I know my I decided early on that I was gonna go with a main character who was called Grace. Grace. Uh, and I was trying to think of a pun around that, but I couldn't really get anywhere. Go go. Amazing Grace. Fall from, of Grace. Fall from yeah, Grace. Exactly. Yeah. Grace Ooh, and the Favours. Grace. grace and the Favourites. I, I I got stuck after Grace and the World Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Grace and the World Grace and Warriors. The Warriors. Grace and the, grace and the Warriors. World Warriors isn't bad, yeah. yeah. What, grace, what let's about, go with that for now. What about Graceland, as in where Elvis was? Graceland, yeah. Graceland, Possibly. yeah. Yeah. Grace and the World Warriors I'll go for. Uh, it's Be also cool. got Street Fighter vibes, which I like. Mm. Nice. Uh, so I'm happy with that. Um, so we'll we'll all be writing the first scripts, uh, first couple of episodes, mm. and send that off to Games Workshop, I guess, right? <laughs> it's in the post. Have you already written a script? 
Yeah, knocked out this afternoon. What, what do they call it? A, a, a treatment. A treatment? Yeah, I think that's what they call it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Think about it, James. You, you knocked it out this afternoon? I did. Okay. I often knock things out in the afternoon. Interesting. What's the reasoning behind that? Is it just a better time well, to do it? Or? Yes, it's, it's, you know, it's relaxing, you know, you're not too thingy. Um, mm. I usually just knock one out in the afternoon, but sometimes I'll knock two yeah. out if I'm feeling a bit, you know, pent up. Uh, I've got a lot of creative yeah. juices inside me. I'm How are you able to knock two out in one afternoon? Well, you know, it's about, you've got to do it fast. You've got to mm. go as fast as you possibully can. You're not um, finding make your yeah. arm ache? No, I type with both hands so I can I can mix and match. Um, and I can yeah, I can usually knock one or two out in the afternoon. Uh, Do you just let easily. your creative senses flow then? Yeah, or... yeah, yeah. The, the juices flow onto the screen, really. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm, just just yeah. out out reviewing into the screen. Mm. Mm, it's impressive. I don't think I could do it. I think I've got to watch one time. Week's plenty. <laughs> we can all try it next week or have a weekend. Yeah, or, I'll, or I'll or show you how it's done. Well, on that note, uh, it's time to start writing our scripts, making sure we've not breached any copyrights, and sending them off to Games Workshop uh, for, I'm guessing, the second half of the year. Um, are you guys interested in watching the actual Games Workshop cartoons as much as you are our 80s version of the Games Workshop cartoons? Yeah, but not for 50 quid. <clears throat> 50 or quid for a year. Or 4 99 a month. 50 quid for a year is still steep for me. I think that's so really for, for anyone who's because yeah. I don't know too much about it then so how so what do you get then so for 50 quid a year that gets you what does it get you guys so first of all it's 12 months subscription so it's 4.99 a month or 50 quid for a year so you're getting 12 months of subscription to all the new animated series that they are releasing and Kane did you say it was how many? I they said 12 but then they're going to be releasing more so 12 initially so 12 complete animated series but I think there's only oh, two series. in the first. Yeah, there's only two in the first month. Then they're going to release them, but they've That's already the finished twelve of them. Right. Okay. Um, a painting channel on how to paint and make your models, um, with various episodes of that. A battle report channel, so people playing games that are videoed and high production values, kind of thing, talking about the game, forty k, and Warhammer. Um, a law channel so talking about the law of the worlds and histories and stuff talking about all the events that happened and history and stuff that kind of thing and there was something about the app but we don't know what it is <laughs> yeah i think you may get a subscription to the app as well yeah but don't quote us on that and a model at the end of the 12 months oh the end so of the 12 one months of 40 you get to model. model yes so for you can choose from either a vindicare assassin who's in a pretty cool piece of scenery i think models wise size jamie they're about the same size as thracker oh big big decent like size the yeah. amount of plastic yeah. so the orc model which is from warhammer but i reckon you could get away with for 40k is holding a head of a normal size model in his hand like space marine helmet size Ooh, okay what are called a eternal uh, storm eternal guy the guys from warhammer so he's, he's palming one of those in his hand easily so I reckon he's probably thracosized. So the um, the old guy then is he is he fantasy or is he for, is he forty k? He's, he's Warhammer fantasy, but he's the ones of those guys who wear the armor. Oh, so he's oh you, could play, armor. you could play him in either. Looking at this, you could play yeah, him. Yeah, he's got a massive like axe chopper, and you could just stick a gun in his other hand, and you'd be well away for a 
big orc guy. But I say he's almost the size of Thracker, I reckon. Mm. That's a big, that's um, a so big boy, if that's I, the case. Dreadnought size. How much was Thracker? Can you remember? Uh, um, I mean, orig- originally it came in a pack, doesn't it? I, th- I might be about 40 quid on his own now, but don't quote me on that because I, I got yeah, it before I, it was I a separate model. A, I think a Vindicare Assassin on their own, a 20-ish quid without the scenery piece. And it's an exclusive um, as well, so... Yes. Oh, is it? Like, so, yeah. yeah. So, so I reckon 50 quid isn't bad. Well, the other thing as well, they said that they're going to give discounts throughout the year as well on other products if you're a member, if you're a subscriber. Yeah. So you might get more money off of online purchases and stuff like that. Interesting. I, I'm, I'm more interested after talking to you guys than I was when I heard about this. I think the animation yeah. stuff looks great the, from watching the trailers. Right. I'm very yeah, interested to see too. how dark they've gone with it. From the clips I've seen, most of them look at least, I guess, what I would say are probably 15 plus, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? For most of them, yeah. yeah. Like, That's why I thought an 80s kids cartoon would be interesting, because Warhammer did actually release, uh, Games Workshop did release a set of children's books based in the 40k universe, didn't they? Yeah. Which I think have been fairly successful. Did uh, look quite any cool, of actually. your stu- um, any of your kids read them? Yeah, Corey's read the first one. We've not actually got around to the second one, so I don't think he loved it. Right, um, but he enjoyed it. Yeah, because they but had I think, some. I think they'd make that into a cartoon if they wanted to, right? They had some really um, big actors doing the voicing for the audiobooks, didn't they? Oh, did they? I have yeah. no idea. Yeah, I'm sure. It was like, yeah, David Tennant was on there. Yeah. Billy Piper. Yeah, I didn't know there was audiobooks. I might have to give those a go. Um, so, if, if uh, Games Workshop wants to sponsor us, <laughs> uh, they should be able to sponsor as well. Since we're, we're all going to spend 200 quid going your way already. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I think it's interesting to consider. I think that when we start talking about this very briefly on Jason the Wheeled Warriors, I just thought, what a missed opportunity, because Warhammer's been around since before the 80s. Um, and, you know, 80s cartoons were made to sell toys, right? And Games Workshop sold essentially toys. Um, I just think, what a missed opportunity. And I'd have loved that as a kid. Agreed. I when, love it when, Never mind as a kid. Well, yeah, true. So, so when was the... So what do you reckon then? When was the first edition of the rule book? When was it published? What do you think? Eight, 94, 85? Okay, I'm going 1980. Two. Do you know the answer to this, Jamie? Yeah, yeah, yeah I've got the answer, yeah. Are we talking, we're talking 40k or normal war, am I? This is 40k. All right. I'm going 80. Yeah, I'm 85. I'll stick at 82 then. September 1987. Ooh, oh, late than I thought. Mm, it was me as well. I thought it'd be early. What was the precursor to that, though? There was something that they did before it was proper 40k. So the, so the Warhammer itself, so the Warhammer, it's the, the fantasy before 40k, so um, a little bit more fantasy. The years active was 83 onwards, so I think Warhammer itself, not 40k, was 83, I think. It was also 83? I think, yeah. Interesting. So were they just making models first then? And not well, they did, wasn't it? They think... started in 19... I remember them starting before I was born. Oh, that's interesting. Because I think so they did... Yeah, so 19, 1975 is when they were formed. And they opened their first shop oh. in 78. Was it... Yeah, we go like oh, things like Hero Quest. 
Hero Quest came out, didn't it, before that? That was a game's workshop. So I bet they were doing different games. And they played D&D, didn't they? I think they played Mm. D&D and stuff in the shops originally. Because the first shop in London, wasn't it? Um, Uh, I I, I don't know. Was it London or Derby? Derby was one of the first ones. Remember that opening? Yeah, because they were based in Nottingham, weren't they? Yeah. Remember the Derby shop opening? Still, still there now. So, but either way, it makes it into the 80s. So there could have been an 80s 40k cartoon based on the existing 40k rulebook. I'd have loved that. I'd have loved it. Well, look. Well, you never know. No. There is a good uh, museum in Nottingham as well, in Warhammer World, if anyone would, does want to know the history where they can go visit, if it's open due to COVID. Yeah, I think, I think they have reopened again now, I think. I think you have to book, but I think they're reopened. Um, look, I've enjoyed this last week thinking about what a Warhammer 40k 80s cartoon, that's a mouthful, would be like. Um, if you listen to this episode and have some ideas, share them with us on Twitter, because I'd also love to hear everybody else's ideas. And yeah, I just, I'm just... Disappointed because what a missed opportunity. 1989, it could have been released. Year I was born. See, a great year already. It could have been even. I hope you enjoyed this special bonus episode um, when we didn't talk about a particular cartoon, but about our own imaginary cartoon. Guys, anything you want to leave us with? (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Silence. Yeah, if you've got any ideas, contact us on social media. So you can get us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at ByThePowerPod. Drop us an email at buythepowerpod.gmail.com, oh, sorry, at gmail.com or visit the website at buythepower.net. Nice. nice. I'm interested to see, genuinely interested to see who we get listening to this because, like we say, we have no idea if anybody we who listens to our podcast knows what 40K is. So we're either going to get some people who like cartoons listening to this not having a clue what we're talking about we're randomly going to get 40k people listening to this thinking they know fucking nothing about 40k or we're going to have nobody listen to uh, this cartoons. so i'm cartoons oh cartoons right yeah so i'm really <laughs> interested to see the the demographic of people that actually <laughs> listen to this cuz if we if we get lucky and we get 80s and 90s cartoon fans who are also 40k fans i think we've we've got very lucky so it'll be interesting to see so I'm sure yeah, that's let a huge us know if you listen I, I, I'm not sure anybody's done it, right? No, I think you're right. Um, yeah, you, Jamie, you should probably do a survey on Twitter of, uh, of, of check that out. How about, if you have listened, drop us an email or a tweet. We won't advertise this, but we'll put you in a competition to win a free mug if you have listened to it. Oh, nice. So I like drop that. us a line if you have, yeah, and yeah, we'll enter you into a competition. Yeah, if you make yeah, it this far, you deserve yeah. an award. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good point. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah, we'll, you should be we'll rewarded for your perseverance. I think we'll Ken's keep got it a secret. Point. We'll keep, keep it a secret, secret. and uh, just yeah. drop us a line. Nice. Uh, oh no! How can't do we, we know? say? Can't, can't we like have to give us like a secret hash- word or something? Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag warg. How about that? Like the orc war cry. No. Or no, that's rubbish. Ignore yeah. me. <laughs> Uh, I think they should uh, send us a message in that email that they send us in. I got to the end and couldn't think of anything to say in this message. That'd be good. We need like a code word. I think we're making it really confusing. <laughs> How about Jamie fucks? <laughs> Jamie likes dick. How- <laughs> or how about James knocks two one two out in an afternoon? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Or that's, just that's drop the us a message. 
Or just drop us a message saying you've listened to it. Yeah, anything. And that would be good proof. Um, thanks for listening. You deserve a mug, yeah. you mugs. Uh, it's goodbye from us this week. Peace. And back me. to normal next week. Peace. So, it's, um, it's, a, it's a work from myself. And James, you can say bye because it's not a normal episode. Hey, I can, can't I? But I'm not yeah. going to. I'm not going to. Oh. No. Can can you give a can you can we get an orc war cry from you, James? Uh, no, because orcs are shit. What about just a cry? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I cry every night <laughs> <laughs> into my pillow. Kane, can you do as a towel voice, please? Oh, what did a towel sound yeah, like? That's a good point. I have no idea. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't even know where to start with that. They're I kind think, of fish faced, aren't they? I expect to be very well spoken. <laughs> <a towel. laughs> I was thinking more Admiral Ackbar style yeah. Oh, really? Where's a cow? Where's a regular I was thinking like Sulu from Star like Trek. The, <laughs> this sounds like the Godfather. Everyone. <laughs> 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 and we fade to black. Mm-hmm.